America needs a tidal wave of the old-time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sin. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, praising God. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Believe It or Not, the show where we believe it or not. I'm going to say not, but probably not. Something might change today. Who knows? Yeah. Actually, I think we can get behind this one in, in theory. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I'm Trevor Pullman. And I'm Damian Depping. Thanks, everybody, for being yourself. Yeah, for being a bunch of swell guys and gals and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's talk fallacies. <laughs> uh, whoa, Trev. I mean, geez. I mean, I know I have a fallacy. and You have a fallacy. But is this really... <laughs> Family appropriate content for no, the show. You're, you're right. <laughs> I was watching Brooklyn Nine Nine and Captain Holt called the dick pic a digital phallus portrait. I thought that was quite good. <laughs> yeah, but I figure you know we get a lot of arguments online, mm-hmm. a lot of comments online, yeah. and I'm sure that a lot of our listeners get uh, arguments from people. Oh, uh, no doubt. Yeah, I my thing my thing about that is I feel like a lot of the comments and arguments we we get kind of miss the point of most of what we say. Yep. <laughs> Very so, much so. <laughs> I mean, I guess they could probably argue that we're missing the point of what they're saying too. Yeah. But I think we I think we're a little more aware of that. So mm-hmm. Let, let's let's see what you have what we have for today though. Yes. Yeah. So let's I just I just went online. Um well somebody mm-hmm. sent me a list of logical mm-hmm. fallacies the other day and I was like, oh ah. yeah, we should do a, an episode on this. So figured, well, why don't uh, why don't we why don't I Google a list of logical fallacies? I'll, some I'll have some examples of comments. Um, you've yep. probably heard a, little, a lot of these comments from our live stream. Our patrons would, <laughs> would have heard some of these comments. But yeah. we'll yeah. pop them in and discuss whether or not I was right in assigning which fallacy they are. And you can throw in your opinions. I didn't find a, a, an example for each of the fallacies from our comments. Oh, uh, that's fine. We can probably talk about some from our lives and, and stuff like that. Things we've heard before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and Damien, I'm sure you've heard a lot of these before, mm-hmm. um, but so we'll just discuss the first one, of course, um, one of the most famous, one of the most common arguments I think you get is a straw man fallacy. Yep. When your opponent oversimplifies or misrepresents your argument, setting up straw man to make it easier to attack or refute instead of fully addressing an actual, an actual argument. And yeah, yeah. so uh, <laughs> One example that I that I saw in the comments was, yes, indeed, I hate I hate Muslims and gays. How did you know? So they broke down all the stuff about Christians not showing love, all this mm-hmm. stuff, and then broke it down to, oh, yeah, you're right. I hate Muslims and gays. <laughs> uh, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know this person. <laughs> that wasn't the argument. I. I guess I'm just more confused at how you arrive at that as as that being like, aha, gotcha kind of. Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because I, I feel like if you're if you're even if you're like kind of joking about that, you might just a little bit. Yeah, awesome it's true. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. OK. Another one was if I get your logic, 
you're arguing mm-hmm. this. Number one, if Christianity were real, Christian leaders would uh, would be perfect or at least really, really good. Number two, Christian leaders are flawed or at least not particularly good. So therefore, Christianity is not real. Am I right? Did I miss something? Uh, yes. Why? Why is it? I what? I, why is it an either or? Yeah, exactly. And that's another fallacy too. And but yeah, this is breaking down this to what he thinks are the bare, bare bones of the of the argument. But that's not the argument at all. It's it's the the argument of the video was that you're uh, justified in acknowledging that people hurt you and therefore you don't want to have anything to do with the church. Yeah, or, no, that's. <laughs> I think the other thing too, it's be like the one saying that the church people should be really good. I'm like, yeah, they they should be. Yeah, and uh, if anything, they should be held to a higher standard, much like the police. Yes. Who, oftentimes are not held to a higher standard. Yeah. But I mean, if if you have if you're in a position of authority and one where you hold, you know, say over people's lives and uh, all that shit, I, I think you should be held to a higher standard and you should be a better person and you shouldn't be a piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, but if you're propagating things that are hurting people and damaging lives and ruining people's lives, then uh, yeah, maybe you should be called out. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's calling them out. I'm I'm never saying I know for yeah. sure that that this religion isn't real or this religion is real. I don't believe uh-huh. they are, but my like yeah. nothing we do here really is so, to disprove it or anything like that. I feel mm-hmm. like that's been pretty pretty well done other <laughs> that, places, but that's honestly a different argument too. Yeah. I mean, I don't cuz I know what you're talking about and I don't think at any point you say these people are bad, therefore this is not real. Exactly. It's more just like these people are bad. And if you feel you need to get away, you should be able to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'll say right now, these people are bad and I don't think it's real. So yeah. you can come at me, bro. Bro. <laughs> but I think they're ands. Like that's it's not yeah. these people are bad. Therefore, it's not real. No, no, I think no, no, it's no. these people are bad. And also it's not real. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a good portion of them probably do believe that it is real. And mm-hmm. that is how they go about their day. So I think the the better argument would be is that if these people believe this to be real, they should be better people. Yeah, exactly. Not, not it is real, so therefore they are better people, or it's not real, and therefore they're flawed. Because, yeah. I mean, I think every, everyone's going to be flawed regardless, but it's, it's how you address those flaws and what you do that show what kind of a person you truly are. Exactly, yeah. And you would hope uh, the big G upstairs would uh, recognize that. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, This one is the bandwagon fallacy or the uh, also similar one is the appeal to popular opinion or the ad populum fallacy. So that loves me a good bandwagon. Yeah. So because a lot of people believe something's real or hold this position Mm -hmm. to be true, then uh, it's more likely to be true. Yeah. Which just isn't the case. A lot of kids believe in Santa Claus. Yeah. It doesn't mean that Santa Claus is real. Um, I mean, he could be. Yeah, that's true. So I, I've seen those commercials. He's he's usually there. That's true. He seems I've like been a nice in the guy. mall. I know yeah. he's always at the mall, right? That's true. That's a lot of evidence. Yeah. Well, he's there shopping for Christmas, right? He's trying yeah. to get the stuff before, you know, the holidays. So. <laughs> he always just gets swarmed with kids. And they're like, oh, fine. I'll sit on yeah, this chair like, for a bit. I'm trying to get this shopping done. <laughs> it's like, I guess the elves will have to work overtime. Yeah. 
We wow. saw if they if kids didn't want iPads and iPhones and iMacs and and i toys, then mm-hmm. you know he wouldn't have to do that. And they could just make a wooden horse and send it out. But no, mm-hmm. but no, kids they got want- greedy, and that's why Santa's always at the mall. So mm-hmm. they want their fancy edge sketches, uh, the mm-hmm. eye sketch or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a comment. This is a very early on comment. It's been one of my favorite. I think I showed you right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is from like back in December. Yep. <laughs> well, thanks. But I'd rather believe in the words of God given over to us over thousands of years through historically proven prophets, provable prophets, all transcribed from scriptures that have been discovered and validated through the crucifixion of the one who spoke to them those uh, these then printed to give us the largest selling book in human history read and understood by 2.5 billion christians all this measured against a 27 minute social media video for what 59 subscribers <laughs> I thought Harry Potter was the largest uh, book in <laughs> That's what I thought too. <laughs> um is it I I'm wonder is this is this really a bandwagon one though? I just that one part by by 2.5 billion Christians. Right, okay, that yeah. okay, okay, yeah, okay. That part is. Um, it's like uh, you know, uh, 5 million people can't be wrong kind of thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. And, yeah, yeah. Uh begging the question or circular reasoning. So mm-hmm. basically restating or reaffirming the premise as the conclusion without actually explaining it in between. Okay. Assuming the conclusion is the, is the premise. So yeah, basically saying I'll do the, just the one from this website. Uh, mm-hmm. John always tells the truth. How do you know that? Because uh, John says he always tells the truth. So this is like when people <laughs> say the Bible's true because the Bible says it's true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Like that's such a common one. How do you, how can you prove the Bible's true? Well, if you look in Timothy, well, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's such a strange, strange thing to be like the only thing, the only real proof you have is the book that people are refuting. And then it's like, that's, that's not, that's not how evidence and facts work, but yeah. Exactly. Okay. But yeah, like it's like a lot of like the bigger apologetics apologists will say, where it's like, um, in order for the world to have existed, it needs an all powerful starter, and God is that all powerful starter. And it's like, no, well, you haven't established that it needs that like power to start it. it Yeah. Yeah. But. That, I think that's one of my issues with a lot of those things too. It was like, well, where did this start? Where did this come from? And this is like, well, why do you need that? Why do we, maybe it's just something we, we don't know yet, or we can't comprehend, but why does it have to be, yeah. why does it have to be God? And then also who, where did God come from? Yeah. <laughs> it's a cyclical argument. It's just like, sometimes it's fine that we just don't know. Mm-hmm. But, exactly. You know, we're going to go based on an evidence-based approach here and not just, well, this old book told me so so i will say if if you could read things in the bible and it caused cool magic spells and stuff i'd be more inclined to believe it yeah, That's, <laughs> yeah. uh the other one another one is the appeal to authority fallacy and that ties into that too where well the bible's the authority and i'm going to right appeal to that or vice versa they could say to you like oh you believe in evolution but Darwin says this about evolution and that kind of disproves it. So they're thinking that anything 
you know, that you're, you're holding Darwin as the final say, or that you're, you're holding, yeah. Or you hold this one scientist as the final say, because a lot of times they appeal to authority. So they think if, if they can find somebody who, who they think that you will see as an authority, then that. No, there was just a, you know, a couple hundred years of research after that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That reaffirmed and expanded upon it. Yeah. Well, one thing they always use too with Darwin is that um, he said, there's a they pulled misquote him saying that um, when you look at the eye, it's impossible to to see that as evolving. But he was right. saying like he was, you know, kind of saying like from our perspective and then he went into how it evolved. <laughs> so so he's saying it seems like it would be hard to believe that it would evolve. But yeah, yeah, I always I always find that like that's such a funny argument, too, is just like, look at a fancy Swiss watch. There's no way it could have spontaneously existed. It needed a creator. It's like, well, it didn't spontaneously exist. Yeah. It was something that was gradually built up over time. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's not like man just all of a sudden was like, Boop, Swiss watch. There you go. It was a gradual process of things developing mm-hmm. almost like um, what's the word uh, evolution. Yep. <laughs> yeah. First it's a stick in the ground and they watch the shadow and then they use that same thing to like, yeah. yeah it's... it's like almost like the argument that it needs a creator because it's so complicated uh, is actually proving the evolution side more than anything because yeah. it wasn't, it didn't just happen like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. What do I know? I'm just one man. That's right. Maybe things were just like, you know, one day it was like nothing. And then snap of the fingers. Bam. It's the Flintstones. You got dinosaurs and people running around eating rock cheeseburgers or whatever. Well, it's like, was it family guy? And it's like, well, now we're going to show what creationists believed. And then they just showed I dream of genie, like winking things into existence. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, would be. So, yeah. yeah. The false dilemma fallacy presenting complex issues in terms of two inherently opposed ideas. So if one doesn't exist, then the other one must exist is kind of the idea. Instead of acknowledging that that most of all, not all issues can be thought of as a spectrum of possibilities and stances. And the false dilemma fallacy asserts that there are only two mutually exclusive outcomes. Right. Yeah. So like... Okay. Um, like this comment we got where it says, for me as a Christian, this is a serious question uh, that does not have only one answer. But my question to an atheist is simply that, why don't you ask yourself why the secular world is a growing mess and what you're doing to stop it? Oh, I don't know. Actually, that's a false dilemma. Uh... <laughs> um, I think it is. Well, maybe yeah, it is. Like, it's, it's implying that if things were Christian, things would be great. And that this is for some, this is somehow just a secular world and it's True. a secular problem, but it's, it's neither of those things. If it yeah. was a Christian world, it would be just as much of a mess. It may be even more so. Yeah. And in a way it kind of still is a Christian world. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, somebody said, so what's everyone's theory on how the universe and life came to existence? Now the science guy says it was Martians. No, he, he probably said that's one possibility after being asked if it could be, but he never, not mm-hmm. Martians, be aliens. Dickie and Cross say nothing did it. Um, right. Krauss, sorry. Sammy says Buddha. Degrassi says dimensions. I'm sure these are all like just possibilities they threw out there and answered mm-hmm. to questions, but we just don't know yet. Anyone like to add more? It's like, okay, yeah, but that doesn't. That doesn't mean that it was a divine intervention yeah. if anything i mean i i think we don't know 
and that's okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't prove that there's a, a divine overlord. Yeah, it's um, not one or t'other. Yeah. I mean, our, when they're saying that Martians or whatever, or alien life, it, that's less implying about how the universe was created, but more how life on Earth began, right? Yeah, and that's heard, the thing. It's I, like, it looks like he's going back and forth between life and Degrassi would say dimensions, but dimensions would be how the universe, universe started. started. Yeah. yeah. So these are two different arguments because I've also heard that too, that the they're saying that life began on Earth, not from something that was already there, but because of like amino acids or, or very, very basic building blocks coming from other yeah. planets and stuff landing on Earth. And then, you know, just yeah. chance, just pure random chance. Yeah, that's the thing is like when you actually like look into it, it was like, yeah, this is just a big random chance. And there's just like mm-hmm. so much evidence that like mm-hmm. it was lucky to be here. <laughs> like, I don't know. I find there's there's something divine. <laughs> yeah, there's something so divine <laughs> about the random chance that created life. <laughs> And uh, you know what? I I'm gonna start going to the casino a lot because <laughs> my God is Lady Luck, <laughs> Lady Lady tonight. <laughs> and uh, I think all of our listeners should go and uh, put it all on black. Yep, at the roulette table. <laughs> <laughs> if you win, send us some money. If yep. you lose. Eh, I guess you can't be a patron for a couple of weeks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and of course, the ad hominem. You attack the person and do nothing with the right. argument. And we've seen a few of those in the comments. Oh, that's for yeah. sure. Oh, boy. Like this one where it says, this narrator smells like a full, a furry, wholesome Keanu Reeves big chungus meme. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that one's pretty accurate. Though, yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> I love this one. Uh, that's not an attack. I feel yeah, like. <laughs> that's true. No. This one here. Uh, clearly, this man is literally not figuratively possessed by demons. Imagine attacking a man who gave his life for us. Uh, sick and sad. How horribly ironic. He joins in killing Christ while saying, yeah. So basically, I'm demon possessed. Did he just say you killed Christ? Yeah, I, I did it. You killed <laughs> that part's true. <laughs> it was an accident. Yeah. I guess if you got a time machine, that would be the cool thing to do is to go back and like, let's go to crucifixion. This would be pretty fun. <laughs> I was just using my nail gun and it slipped. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was he was trying to build a treehouse. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and you accidentally nailed him up there. It was a huge accident. Huge misunderstanding. Started a whole religion, yeah. changed the world. Yeah, and then the Romans are like, hey, that's a pretty cool thing to do to people we don't like. So they mm-hmm. started doing it, right? So yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, what great way to truly invalidate your argument by attacking the person while yeah. trying to invalidate theirs. Yeah, exactly. The problem is it does work sometimes. Yeah, so. it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the thing. And it, you see that I think that's a very common one, just any arguments you have. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, you know, it comes from a place of desperation and, oh, and yeah. people who don't truly have a leg to stand on. So, mm-hmm. you know, you go for the low hanging fruit. Let's go like, oh, well, let's attack this person individually because that'll invalidate them. Yeah. 
And it's like, yeah, well, I mean, I'll get things too about how, you know, I'm not a great speller. So sometimes something will be spelled wrong in the caption and I'll get like a, but that's not, that's not an argument against my argument. That's just like, yeah, I made a typo. I spelled Disney wrong or whatever. Like, <laughs> Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a dumb idiot. That's okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know. That's such a, that's so funny that people will try and invalidate your argument because there was a mistake in the caption spell yeah <laughs> wow okay. yeah or the anecdotal evidence fallacy uh yeah okay yeah that, that one's pretty frustrating um i didn't pull up any screenshots but i know for sure there's i know that like i've had people tell me that they've seen miracles happen mm -hmm. that i've never really experienced christ right. um this is my big problem with ghost stories too yeah i have this issue all the time is that every single ghost story is anecdotal evidence mm -hmm. and there's absolutely nothing that is replicable or provable or in any way. Yeah. Exactly. And the problem with those two is that people's memory is funny because the brain is able to change those memories and create new ones. And it's able to take stories and make them more than they actually were. Like we, we know this, we yeah. know that firsthand accounts are very unreliable. <laughs> yeah. Because the more you a lot of recall a story or retell a story, you're, mm -hmm. you're remembering the recalling of the yeah. story. You're not remembering the actual event. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. And that can actually change over time too. Yeah. Like you can, the more you say something and the more you say it, believing it's true, you, you, you can change what the facts are and still believe those facts and make those the new facts in your mind. Yeah. I don't like, know. It's, I don't know we, if you've had know this. this. We yeah, know exactly. This is true. But have you ever had it where somebody tells you a story and then a few years pass and you can't remember whether that was something that happened to you or a story that somebody told you? Yeah. Because like you've repeated that story so many times or you've had that story repeated, but it's like enough time has passed. It's like, wait, did, was that a thing that I experienced? Or... Yep. Yeah. So totally. The brain's a funny thing. So mm -hmm. I don't know. That's yep. why I don't. I I take any anecdotal story like this with a grain of salt i mean hey i i can believe that you had experiences and there are things that you think you witnessed and whatever but in no way is that going to convince me of anything yeah exactly <laughs> not, not even a little bit i mean i'm someone who says even if i experienced something like that the first thing i would do is doubt it yeah and that's we've had that conversation with some friends too mm -hmm. about ghosts or, or about anything supernatural about what would it take mm -hmm. to believe and they would give us examples and they get so mad because you and i were like well i wouldn't necessarily believe it i would try to figure yeah. out why that thing happened and like if i have carbon monoxide <laughs> poisoning if i'm being pranked well like, i always get the, i always get the one who's just like if you were in bed and your bed started floating would you believe that and i'm always like well that wouldn't happen first of all yeah and like you're avoiding the question i'm like no i'm not it wouldn't happen happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then if i did i would look at my mental well-being and all yeah. the other factors that happened first yeah so. exactly maybe call a scientist to figure out what happened yeah dear scientist what the hell <laughs> if yeah if he came in and he'd be and they were like or or she if they came Ooh, in and they did science on me and they said yeah this is what it was it's probably a ghost i'll be like okay well maybe maybe yeah maybe I just know that that wouldn't happen. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, this one's the Texas sharpshooter fallacy. I hadn't heard it called this before. I, I had heard it called Wait, the, what? the Texas sharpshooter fallacy. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. I had, I only heard it as the puddle argument. You know, uh, Douglas Adams' puddle argument. Mm, I might if I if I heard it. It's been okay. it's been a while. So so the reason it's called the Texas um, sharpshooter fallacies. The the story is it's about like a guy who shoots the side of his barn and then goes over and draws a bullseye around that bullet hole. So <laughs> you're finding reasons after the fact for why yeah. something happened. Douglas Adams has the puddle argument, which is like a puddle wakes up and realizes that this hole is designed specifically for him. He fits into this hole perfectly. And mm. so it's like that reverse of, you know, the water landed in the puddle and conformed to that. But you do it kind of the reverse it's kind of like the the Nostradamus effect in a way yeah. too, right? Like you're you're ascribing meaning to things that are not related in any way. Yeah, exactly. It's like the people Based who say that you want to find, right? Exactly. Like people who say that um, life is perfectly or the earth was perfectly created for life to exist and mm-hmm. God perfectly created that. It's like, well, no, life exists here, mm-hmm. but in most of the universe it doesn't <laughs> that we yeah. know of so yeah we got lucky we just happened to be in that spot but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it was divinely created for us it's you know that uh i guess my question with that would be is that um if there was a higher being or whatever who created the whole universe or whatever and he wanted to create life why just earth yeah <laughs> why, why just this place like don't you think they yeah. would be like let's do a whole bunch let's fill yeah. a bunch of these planets up like i've got this infinite expanse of galaxies and yeah and solar system <laughs> why why would it just be one random little place if yeah. if it was divinely thing like created exactly do we have any examples of that in the comments not from our comments no uh, but I've had that in life, just like it's the, you know, look at the sunset. How could that, you know, I guess that's not really. But we know how a sunset, like, something yeah. like that is, is like, we know what makes a sunset so nice. Yeah. Or it's like Bill O'Reilly, tide goes in, tide goes out. Can't explain yeah. that. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> it's called uh, you know, uh, gravity. Yeah. yeah. Also, a sunset, like the sun isn't doing anything it's it's there and we're just moving around it yeah what's the next fallacy we got the personal incredulity fallacy or the argument from ignorance fallacy and basically i don't understand how it works so therefore probably doesn't work (laughs) okay there's like a fucking lot that i don't understand how it works Yeah. yeah i have no idea when i turn my faucet on where that water's coming from or how it got into those pipes. I know it does. I know there's people in the city that make that happen. I don't know how it works. That you, have general, you have a general idea. I have a general idea. Works, right? Yeah, that was probably a bad example. <laughs> I don't understand how my phone charges just by placing it on a pad. You know? Right, right. right. I don't know. It just doesn't. Scientists made it do it. Well, that's the funny thing is a lot of people will make arguments like that. And it's like, well, then you should probably stop living in society and doing anything in the modern world because chances are you have no fucking idea how any of it works. So, yeah. Yeah. Like somebody, and again, with the Big Bang, somebody says, no, somebody said they don't believe in evolution because the Big Bang doesn't make any sense. And I said, they're totally different studies. Yeah, these are uh, like two different things. Areas of study. It's like that's like saying I don't believe mathematics exists because the Big Bang doesn't exist. Yeah, 
And and then he's like, well, no, because you can't have life without the Big Bang. And I was like, no, like, I think that (laughs) I think the Big Bang probably happened. But that doesn't like the how the universe started versus how life started on Earth, like abiogenesis and how evolution works are all different studies. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you're looking at like the overall timeline. It's like Big Bang and then much, much later life starts yeah and then after that evolution begins kind yeah of thing or whatever so these are very I don't know, I don't yeah know. yeah they're yeah and so just saying i don't get it therefore jesus did it i don't know <laughs> you know what i'm i'm actually uh that's a really good argument so i think i'm gonna <laughs> change my mind yeah we're gonna start going to church mm-hmm. magnets oh. how do they work <laughs> fucking magnets speaking of uh what going to church which church should we go to because if it's you go to the right one you're wrong right so next up is the no oh, true scotsman i would be you know like <laughs> I think that would be something that would just worry me the whole time. It'd be like, is this the right, yeah, exactly. the right version of this that I yeah. should be believing? How do I know I've got the right edition? Like I have that problem. You ever like buy you probably you don't you don't really play a lot of board games. Yeah. But there are some that have so many different versions of them. And it's just like, what's the right, what's the best one to get? What's the right mm. one that has the most features and things? And just something like that it can be stressful yeah like <laughs> so, which so I get which the, is the right yeah. life belief life affirming belief system should i join is this a fan edit is this the director's cut is like, there you go same yeah. with like movie editions yeah. like what is the ultimate edition to have what is the right yeah. one to have which one has the most of this what is the true vision that's stressful enough but yeah. something that actually you know dictates the way people live their lives like oh my god geez yeah yeah exactly so yeah the no true scotsman fallacy is like you make any sort of thing you know assumption or you make any sort of argument against something then you you get it removed one like oh that's not a true christian or that's not a true example here from our comments protestantism (laughs) makes debunking christianity so easy but these people won't even touch the theology of catholic and or orthodox church christianity is true there's more to life and true path uh, than the true path is not through protestantism they're all based on the same fucking book dipshit yeah (laughs) and we have talked about Catholics quite a bit. I don't, I don't understand that. I don't I don't get that, though, because it's like. Yes, you have differences, but at the core, you're you're the exact same thing. Yeah, it's the same same th- book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> most most of the differences are very surficial, I would say, like, yeah. it's just like how you express those beliefs. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there are differences and nuances, yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. But when you boil it down to like its base components, it's the same thing. Yeah, you basically have the same book. This is another comment. You are confusing real Christians with fake religious Christians. Oh, Jesus Christ. True Christians are Christ-like. True Christians strive to be Christ-like, but will fall short. Fake or religious Christians are all about themselves, putting on airs. Jesus warned about these, warned about religions. Religion teaches people to argue about God. You title should read, there are very, very few true Christians, and those still make mistakes. They still fall short. I think that'd be a long title. That is a very long title. Also, I feel like somebody saying that 
they are a true Christian and they are the only one of a few. Yeah. Is very unchristian. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> that's, that's very like, I'm a special chosen one and yeah. I'm doing it right. Therefore, I'm amazing. Yeah. It's like, what? Or maybe, maybe that's, that's the a- most Christian thing because so many of them do it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. But I mean, I feel like that's very unchristian. I, yeah. I thought I thought it was supposed to be about like modesty and, and humility. And, and yeah. Humility. <laughs> but saying that there are only a few true Christians and I am one of them and I make mistakes. <laughs> it's yeah. <not> being <laughs> that's like saying like I have a big, huge penis and a cool car that's really fast and a super hot wife. But I know that I can admit when I'm wrong sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I got doubles of the Nova. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's real it she's she's great but she's real. i didn't even want to marry her <laughs> uh the next one is called the uh Kui fallacy i had to look up how to pronounce it i did that before an episode this time looked oh. up how to pronounce something the two the two Kui. how do you it, spell this it's uh t u as one word and then q u o q u e as one word to kooky kooky but it basically okay. means you also so it's the you, you also. also fallacy very similar to the whataboutism so basically so, saying you do this too so when you say um oh this person's a hypocrite instead of arguing against whether this person is a hypocrite you're gonna say well you're a hypocrite too and give an example of why this person's a hypocrite where that right. it moves the argument yeah and to say you also this but it doesn't actually do anything about the argument Mm-hmm. so i mean it gets back to like a lot of these arguments about that you know like what about ism it's just like yeah. just because this is an issue doesn't mean that the argument that i'm making now isn't valid <laughs> exactly and to to go on with the what about ism here's some great comments how about you never talk about christians in muslim countries where they're actually being persecuted right. are, so are we going to pretend there's not a religion that goes farther than christianity with this We're, well I don't think we ever were. No. And again, we've discussed this before. Just yeah. because it's a problem there doesn't mean this isn't a problem here, too. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah. we don't know. We don't have experience or it's not part of our world really yeah. here, here. Exactly. Yeah. If we were in a Muslim country, mm-hmm. then maybe we could have uh, some more, you know, opinions on our experiences with us. Or if we grew up Muslim or like, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. Muslim adjacent. Mm-hmm. Yep. But and, uh, uh, as it is, we we didn't. And I don't know what the fuck. I barely know what I'm talking about inside yeah. <laughs> of things, to be honest. And I've, yeah. I've been very open about that. But I've also grown up in a, in in that world where yeah. it is it is a part of how our our media and our culture has been informed. So, yeah. I think having an opinion on it and kind of building those arguments is a little is a little easier than looking at like, I don't understand what the cultural significance of it is there. Yeah. I don't understand what the significance is of, of that is in a different country, say. Mm-hmm. So so we probably, you know, will talk about some for sure, especially I, effects on like 
in North America, things like that. But I, I still like it's it's one of those things where it's like I just don't feel equipped to tackle that subject yet. And I, I'm not I going also, to yet. And I, I, I and I wouldn't want it just us making those things. I think we yeah. need to bring someone else in to have those. Conversations. Exactly. And I think we will. I think we'll get some ex-Muslims on. Yeah. Someone who like can actually talk, speak yeah, to this. Speak to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's it pretty much for the oh, the, that slippery slope. We all mm-hmm. know how that works. If you let a gay guy marry, then um, pretty soon oh. I'm going to be able to marry my cat. And <laughs> uh, that, I find that so funny. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Somebody actually said that in one of my ethics class in Bible college. <laughs> and my professor was like, you realize, and this is at Bible college, this professor was just like blown back by that. Like you realize you're making an argument. You're comparing it. Cause they said somebody will marry their dog. And they're like, you're comparing two consenting adults to uh, uh, somebody marrying, marrying, their, marrying dog. their dog. You realize how disrespectful and disgusting that is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. I, I just can't believe that people actually think that that is so, yeah. So crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking insane thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and that's, I think that's it for fallacies. Do you have any other thoughts on uh, fallacies? <laughs> Ah, man, there's so many of them. And I know there's so much that we haven't touched on and so many things that people bring up that we haven't talked about too. things we just dipped in a little bit. Yeah, dipped our toe in. Yeah. And I I think it's important to know that we have for sure made some of these fallacies. And uh, I I think I think one thing that is important to note is that it's very hard not to to do some of these to some degree and Mm -hmm. i think the best that we can do is try to be aware of them and understand that we are wrong a lot of the times yeah we do do this stuff but we are very open and transparent about that i think yeah exactly and we try to correct those mistakes when when we can yeah yeah i yeah i think strong I get called stra- like called out for using straw man arguments the most, I'd say. I think it's because I use clips of the most shitty people mm-hmm. and I don't show the good people, which I guess fair enough. But it's also like I'm making arguments against what those people said. Yeah. So I'm not like, uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm the opposite in that. So I'm I'm arguing with those. I am arguing with those points, but I just use yeah. the shittiest people. I- I would also argue, though, a lot of the times we we do try and note that there are a lot of good people and there are a yeah. lot of those nice people, but they are not the ones who are the problem. Yeah. Like even and, in the in the love video, I said, mm-hmm. and if you're in a church that loves you and you feel love there, then that's amazing. Like mm-hmm. I said those words. So. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah. too, I think we're 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 pushing towards power and authority. And a lot of times those power and authority are a small minority who has a lot more influence mm-hmm. and effect over large groups of people. The people at the top, the ones who are actually influencing others can be huge pieces of shit, even if even if the majority of the people are all really nice, great, wonderful people. Yeah. So, of course, you're going to show those bad things because that's that's what the problem is. And that's what we're talking about. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to address. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, yes, I know, I know there are tons of good people. I know that we're not, we're not saying they're not. Yeah. <laughs> we're, saying, we're saying the people who are actually influencing all of these good people are awful. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. And it's causing more of those shitty, stupid people to make dumb comments, right? They're not making these out of like a weird vacuum where they just think they're right and being good. It's they have been influenced to behave this way. Yeah. Should we move on to a Bible study? Thank our patrons. Let's do it. Oh my God. Wow. Thank you so much. Oh, wow. thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for coming to our Bible study. It really means a lot to, to all of us as we study this great book. Praise, praise him and raise him. Praise, praise him, him and raise him. Oh, amen. Thank you for that. Um, I just want to as well thank, uh, thank I want to thank Stephen and I want to thank Jen as well as Jonathan and Alana. And, uh, and I also want to thank Sean and Leon Hart and uh, Holy Anonymous, Greg. I want to thank Ethan and uh, I want to thank Ryan. Thank you so much for all you thank, do for us. Thank you everyone for, for showing up and doing the best you can. Mm-hmm. And that's all we can ask of you. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I also uh, would like to do a prayer request today for, um, for our friend Darren. Um, now Darren knew that he had to get out to the polls last week to vote. And, uh, the thing was, is that, uh, Darren, uh, he wouldn't let the old lady cut in front of him to vote before him. And, uh, Darren, I mean, you're young, you're, you're hip, you're a cool guy. You could have waited a few more minutes, but you just, I know you just, I know you were just caught up in the fervor of doing your civic duty. But uh, you should have done your civic duty and let that old lady go before you. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a similar prayer request, actually, for Madison. You mm. see, what happened here is kind of the opposite, where Madison was at the grocery store. And um, she had a bunch of items, so she let somebody in front because they only had one item. Mm-hmm. And then she let another person in front because they only oh. had a couple items. And then she just kept letting people in front of her. To the, to the point where she was there for four hours, just letting people cut in front. And uh, we don't, uh, we, we encourage kindness, but you also mm-hmm. need to get on with your day sometimes. So yes. just lift her up. Um, and I have a prayer request for our friend Robert, who was uh, also in line at the coffee shop recently. And uh, they decided they wanted to, um, you know, pay it forward to the next customer. But um I, I was there and I saw that the next customer, um, well, they, they worked really hard to make the money that they had and they, they really wanted to buy their own thing. And uh, he had bought them a coffee. Mm. They don't drink coffee. So, you know, sometimes you got to watch how you're, how you're paying it forward, you know? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So I have a, a prayer request for a per and also line related as, as you know, right now we're always standing in lines. We're always standing in lines. And with per the, the recommended distance to keep between people right now is six feet mm-hmm. and uh, they've been doing six and a half feet. Oh, that's too much. Mm-hmm. So the line ends up, if everybody does that, the line's going to go out the door way too quickly mm-hmm. and it's just going to take up more space. And at the grocery store, people are going to be lining up down the aisles with, and then other people right. need to get that food in the aisles. So it just especially, causes chaos. Especially if it's raining outside too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, we hope that uh, you start following the markers on the ground 
mm-hmm. and uh, fixing that line uh, distance. Amen. So thank you. Uh, thank you all for coming again. And, mm-hmm. and just remember, lines are guidelines. Mm-hmm. And we need to follow them. Let's go on to a Christian rock lyric. Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. All right. So this is not a Christian rock song necessarily. This is a country song, but a very Christian country song. It's called If That Ain't God by Chris Young. (laughs) Okay. I ain't never thought much of getting up or the climb down the stairs to my coffee cup or the good morning news in the background till I heard someone talking about a kid from my town, only eight or nine, who took a punch from cancer, but he won that fight. He hit his first home run, first time at the plate, and he pointed at the sky, and it made me think, if that ain't God, if that ain't him, if that ain't the man upstairs somewhere looking down on us again, don't it make you want to pray? Don't it make you want to live? Oh, if that ain't God, if that ain't God, I don't know what is. Um, I would say not giving a kid cancer would be a better miracle than giving a kid cancer and then helping him get a home run. That would be my personal. If anything, I think the kid pointing to God when he hits a home run is more because he's seen a ton of other people do it before him. Yeah, that's just what you do. Exactly. And (laughs) it's just like, oh, well, I saw that guy do it. So that's what I will do. Yeah. Baseball is weird for that. Baseball has got a lot of like those weird little traditions and unwritten rules and things like that, that yeah. the more you're in it, it's like, well, that's just how we play some games. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, I feel like that's one of the worst things you could say to them pointing at God. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what's the conversation in heaven? It's like, God, do you really want to give this kid cancer? No, it's fine. We'll give him the cancer. Then we'll give him a home run <laughs> and it'll make see him that a, I'm God. <laughs> it'll make him a better baseball player until he dies at 14. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he comes to heaven, he can be on our uh, Pee Wee Pace. He'll be a ringer once he's dead. God watched Field of Dreams and he's like, we need that. <laughs> we need a good team of young dead children <laughs> to take us to the Nationals. Heaven's Little League. <laughs> Oh, that's why. That's why kids die. It's heaven's little league. Those are, oh man, any of these arguments are so dumb. Like, oh yeah, God needed, uh, was, yeah, God needed another angel. It's like, well, then make a fucking angel. (laughs) (laughs) What does he need need an angel for? Yeah. (laughs) What does he need an angel for? Like, he needs more angel butlers. (laughs) Yeah. They really need to clean the pool room. Mm, kill, kill another couple of kids. Yeah, they can really get into the crawl spaces better than the full-grown angels. Yeah, uh, like what? I hate it. It's a platitude. That's what that is. Yeah. They're not actually thinking that God needed an angel. I guess no. No. <laughs> well, because yeah, none of this is logical. It's just like oh, no, I, no, no. I already have this belief, and then a bad thing happened, and I'm like, how can I keep this belief? And then you, yeah, it's you, he got a home run, so it's all worth it. And then yeah, in a way that this is kind of like what some of the fallacies we talked about earlier, right? It's yeah, it, I feel like this is like the 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 Texas sharpshooter one, right? Yeah, exactly. It is. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure 
I'm sure oh, there'll sorry. be someone who actually understands the fallacies who are like, that's not that one. That's, yeah, I think it works. I think, yeah, because you're like, <laughs> you got a home run. So this is a signal. Then you're putting, you're adding meaning onto it later and you yeah, drawing that bullseye around it later. And I if you didn't it's... get the home run, you still wouldn't like, that wouldn't mm-hmm. make you not believe in God. No. Um, but, <laughs> imagine uh... it did. Oh, I know he had cancer and everything, but I was still believing in God. And then he struck out and I'm like, oh, I guess there is no God. God's keeping him humble. <laughs> yeah. uh, I do really like the idea of God killing children for his peewee softball. That's, <laughs> Should we make that little league? league? <laughs> God, just um, like the crazy coach. And one of the angels is like, God, we're, they're fine. With the team we have is fine. No, yeah. <laughs> I need a right fielder. It'll be like okay. Billy Bob Thornton just yelling at a bunch of dead kids. <laughs> I feel like this would be the real angels in the outfield. Yeah. Like this is what the plot should have been yep. for that movie. <laughs> exactly. It's not a feel good uplifting movie. It's a bunch of dead children playing baseball in the afterlife. <laughs> you're going to play baseball and that's all you're going to do. <laughs> Welcome to heaven. <laughs> Oh, geez. Okay. Well, that's good. Something to think about. Something to think about. Indeed. (laughs) If we got any backers out there who want to make this movie, hit us up. (laughs) Hit us up. I would love to play God. Just putting that out there. Or Billy Bob Thornton. Me or Billy Bob. Billy Bob. I'd like to be this the umpire who's at the big game at the end. (laughs) (laughs) You're out of there. Are they playing against hell? Oh, oh, maybe. Yes. I'll play Satan then. Yeah. (laughs) And I'll be like, you know what? I just, uh, you know, it's horrible that we got these kids, but I'm trying to show them a good time. Yeah, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to brighten up their day. Some reason they got sent to hell. Probably because their make parents the didn't baptize them. Probably. Yeah. But I'm just trying to get them out there to have a good time. And uh, this God guy <laughs> just so killing, kill, so competitive. He's just killing kids, giving them cancer, so he can bring them up to heaven. Yeah, we're uh, making this movie. It'd be great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> patreon goal all right thanks everybody for uh for listening and uh like it and subscribe it and tell your friends about yeah. our movie and finance yeah. the movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna start a gofundme for that <laughs> bye bye work 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 sky moon this podcast has been brought to you by the sonar network 